It's Wednesday, November 17th. A very happy homemade bread day to you, Kelly Collis. <laughs> hey, to set the bar real high. I know. My goodness. You have to get your own yeast and do all the things. But I feel like we've probably exhausted that celebration over the last year and a half. That's right. We've all become bread makers. More people made homemade bread on National Homemade Bread Day probably the last two years. I think we're going to see a giant decline in homemade bread usage and makeage today. I agree. Broadcasting around the Beltway and beyond, it's Tommy and Kelly made in D.C. on the Real Fun D.C. channel and on demand anytime, anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey, good news. The mask mandate being lifted in D.C. as of Monday. So Mayor Bowser came out yesterday and said that there's still going to be mask mandates in places like public transit and government buildings, but businesses can now make their own call as to whether or not to lift masks. As someone who goes to a gym, I would just like to say yes. (laughs) (laughs) Unless that gym decides to keep the masks on. And I'll go to a new gym. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I have friends of mine that uh, live in D.C. and they've been going out to Virginia to go out to eat, to go to the gym and do all the things because of the mask mandate being lifted. So I know a lot of people are really excited. So real talk, I go to Barry's boot camp and there's one in DuPont Circle where there are masks and there is one in Clarendon where there are no masks. And I don't know what happens over the river, but apparently there's some kind of force field that Rona doesn't get across or whatever. But now I'm <laughs> glad that we figured the technology to, to make the same things that happen in Arlington, the same kind of disinfecting that happens in the district. So my goodness, well, <laughs> science. And they're also uh, Montgomery County, which has lifted their mask mandate, is putting it back on starting on Saturday. So I don't know. You need like some sort of like guide with you, depending on where you go, of who requires masks and who doesn't. Um, So whatever the situation over the river was, it's now pushed north to, (laughs) I guess that would be Western Avenue. Is that that what the the cutoff is in the Montgomery County? Who knows? Like if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. It doesn't matter. But if you don't, (laughs) great. I love that it's being lifted. I'm, I'm in. True story. And also vaccines are the best mitigation to stopping the spread of coronavirus. So go ahead and get vaccinated, people. Please and thank you. Before we get into talking about Taylor Swift and all of her Easter eggs for her ex-boyfriends, there was a real life vandalism drama of ex-boyfriend situation. Or I'm at least assuming he's an ex-boyfriend. Did you hear about Mike the Cheater and this whole drama? No. So in Northeast D.C., Someone was very mad at someone named Mike and in Carrie Underwood style spray painted. Mike is a cheater on the side of this red Mitsubishi SUV, smashed the back window out, spray painted the license plate. Just went to town on this car because someone was very mad that Mike is allegedly a cheater. Turns out they did it to the wrong car. (laughs) How many red Mitsubishis are there in Northeast D.C.? Apparently there's at least two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh no. Was the person even named Mike? No, she's a female veteran who is definitely not named Mike. But what makes the story even better is um, News 4's Pat Collins. And I'm sharing the video from the NBC4 website. He's the one who told the story, which, my goodness, there's no one better to tell the story. I just want to play a little bit for you, Kelly. Just what a bizarre thing. Let's get this straight from the start. You're Nidra Brantley, right? I am. Is your name Mike? No, it's not. (laughs) And this is Nidra's Mitsubishi car. Have you ever gone out with somebody named Mike? I have not. This is what Nidra's (laughs) car looked like today. Mike is a cheater. 
spray painted all over it. Do you know anybody named Mike? I do not. So you could imagine how Nidra felt Sunday morning when she came out and found her car violated, vandalized. Cheater, cheater, Mike is a cheater. <laughs> it's such vintage Pat Collins, too. <laughs> Perfect story for him. Um, yeah, so they're trying to figure out who, well, A, who did this. And I think as like a subtext, who Mike is, they've scoured the car as well. And at this point, MPD doesn't have any reports of it being a Taylor Swift Easter egg, but it's still too soon to tell. See, Mike has seen the story and he knows who he is. And he's like, I'm going to get a new car. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a good idea. They should look for used car lots who have recently gotten a red Mitsubishi. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, Although, because um, that person, whoever did it, realized that they got the wrong car. Wow. That's a lot yeah. of rage wasted. <laughs> and also, I'm no, I'm no lawyer, but besides being like a cheater, I don't think Mike has any. Like Mike's not Mike has no like legal problems ahead. How do you mean? Right. Like Mike is a cheater, which is just like, you know, not great on a human level. But he's not going to be in trouble for any of this. It's the person who was mad at Mike being a cheater who smashed the car who's going to be in trouble for this. For sure. So Mike's a cheater. And Mike is also walking away scot-free from this whole situation. Yeah. And selling his car. Right. (laughs) And he maybe made a little bit of profit because cars are hard to come by these days. So Mike is winning the day. (laughs) And I'm not saying Jake Gyllenhaal is a cheater. But it is a good segue into Taylor Swift because we haven't gotten enough conversation about Red Taylor's version, the album. It's got so many Easter eggs. It's got a bajillion songs. I didn't know that she wrote Better Man, the little Big Town song. Holy cow, that was a revelation. But that's like a little itty bitty revelation compared to some of the things we've learned. I um, actually feel a little sorry for Jake Gyllenhaal because (laughs) there are just like things coming out of like compilations of his movies that are like now set to this song. And like, there's just, I mean, you know, the poor man is just like, I don't know if you saw the Washington Post TikTok guy. He did a whole thing pretending to be Jake Gyllenhaal's publicist. I mean, you know, it's just <laughs> no, like, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this guy, um, you know, and Taylor's just, she's played above board. I mean, she didn't say it's about him. It's, it's the fans that are saying it. Those are your words, not Taylor's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, TikTok, if, if you want to hear Easter eggs, I got down the Taylor Swift TikTok. Somehow I've been tagged and I've been served them up over and over and over again. And it is endless. We need to talk about an Easter egg in the All Too Well film that I haven't seen any publications write about yet. This kiss. This kiss is so specific. Everyone that sees this knows exactly what kiss this is. The upside down kiss in the video. Ding, ding, ding. The Tobey Maguire kiss in Spider-Man. What does this have to do with Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh, I don't know. Maybe the fact that Jake Gyllenhaal almost replaced Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man and then went on to star in Spider-Man 10 years later. I love you, Taylor. Never change. Wow. Yeah, that that's um, that's impressive. And I, I when I saw that kiss in the video, I was like, that's like, like it, it was it reminded me of something. And I thought it was a little odd because kissing like that. Right. Is not very common. It's like and a nose to chin situation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And but now it makes sense. I, I still wonder, does she think of this or does she have like a team of researchers who figure all these pieces out? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, she's pretty creative. So I'm sure she has like a list that's like going through her head. Like she's the type of person that probably wakes up in the middle of the night being like, oh, I, I thought of another one. <laughs> <laughs> Here's how I'll drag this person from 10 years ago. Listen, I respect it. I think it's pretty excellent. 
And then um, also we forget that the, the sister with which is house she leaves the red scarf is Maggie Gyllenhaal, who is also famous. So Maggie Gyllenhaal has been getting like she's she's been like scot free in this whole situation. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I, I think she she Andy Cohen had asked her about it a couple of years ago um, and she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Who, me? No. Yeah. <laughs> Even Dionne Warwick got involved and was like, to that young man who has Taylor Swift's scarf, he needs to return it. <laughs> Dionne Warwick, of course, prolific on Twitter, and she, she brought it up to Jake as well. It doesn't belong to you. Box it up. I'll pay for the cost of postage, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the um, scarf, though, makes another appearance in the next video that, she, that co- comes out. I bet you think of me. So when in the first video, when she turns 21, you'll notice that there's a set of gifts behind her. And then there's a red box that's behind her. That's the red box that Taylor Swift gives in the next video to the bride. And when the bride opens it up, it's the red scarf. Wow. I've completely <laughs> missed that. Yeah. So this is what I mean. It is like endless. I'm sure you have a couple too, Tommy, but it is just like keeps on going. Mine was like really top level. So I bet you think of me is from the vault, which was a previously unreleased song that she added on to the Taylor's version of red. And so in the, in the beginning with the cake has like the two swipes in it. It's a nod to Ed Sheeran, whose equals album is out um, because they have two songs together. And in theory, she's going to be on his new album when that comes out. That was like an obvious one. So I figured I would just like lob that one up there. Okay, uh, I can speaking of or a collaboration, but also um, so Harry Styles has been doing a lot of fun stuff with Alice in the Wonderland. And, you know, he's got all those funky costumes. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, in this video, it's not even an Easter egg. There's a clear nod to Alice in Wonderland when she's wearing the hat. She pulls the rabbit out. She's got the red flowers that she's doing. Is there something that is that a nod to him? Are they working on something together? Oh, so the mm-hmm. rabbit thing, I was like, this looks familiar too. kind of like the kiss you, you thought was like, I don't know where that means. Right. Right. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Yeah. I was more so, stuck that she was like having those little girls give him the finger. <laughs> <laughs> but she wasn't. I know. But she also I know. definitely was. That was <laughs> <Yes>. pretty great. <laughs> um, also in that video. So on the whole cake situation, there were 13s and 26s, 13 being her favorite number. And then 26 being potentially November 26th with some kind of other announcement coming out. And the thought is that 1989 is going to be the next um, album that she's doing because on the cake, there are seagulls and where else are there seagulls? 1989 video. Yes. And I believe also there was a car that was in the other video that was also in uh, one of the songs from 1989 video. True. But then there's people saying that she's wearing purple and it's the other album that she has wearing purple. in. I, I don't know <laughs> if we're being honest. I did not budget enough time to deal with Taylor Swift this week. It was my fault. We knew it was coming. I probably should have cleared more of my calendar, but I've just been like catching up slowly. And I also didn't count on listening to all too well dozens of times this week and like refeeling all my mid 20s feelings. So thanks for that one, Taylor. <laughs> Appreciate you. Yeah, I know. And then she had Saturday Night Live and then you got to look for Easter eggs during her live performance there. I mean, it's it's exhausting. I woke up from that one on Sunday morning because I didn't see it live and I just saw a 10 minute version of All Too Well trending. And I was like, I can't with this. This is going to be 
Because it's not, it's never 10 minutes. You got to watch it multiple times and you got to go back and forth and check it again and again and again. That's just what we do as Taylor Swift fans. So I'm not saying I'm upset about it. I'm glad she's back. I was just saying I should have, as an adult, planned my day better. I should have used my time more wisely. I don't know. It's, it's kind of fun entertainment we all need these days. That is very true. I haven't even gotten through the Adele special yet. Adele has been like waiting there for me on my DVR. Yeah. Don't get me started with Adele. Oh, really? I Incredible, incredible show. Incredible show. Her voice is killer. I want to see her in concert. A little bit too of like, I'm finding myself is a little too much for me right now. But <laughs> it's the same recipe that Oprah does. Like, this is her thing, right? Like, you get these big celebrities to talk about their intimate personal life. And like, at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't know if I really care. <laughs> right? Like, the struggles where everyone has a struggle. Like, right, that's it, true. just... It, it was just the same Oprah sitting down in this beautiful garden. It, of course, Adele's like looking perfect with her makeup, her hair, the whole thing. She had her like, she was on messaging. I'm not being a hater. I'm just being like, I, I don't know. Just, I just wanted her to sing. No, I'm giving you room. I'm, I, I could see how you could see that. I could see you could feel that way because it, it yeah. was a lot. And I think this is like now the new Oprah thing that like she just kind of like swoops in and she's like, look, at, I got a Martian. And she talks to the Martian <laughs> right. and then like these, these things only she could get. Right. Anyway, I, I can't wait for her to announce both of Taylor and Adele to announce when they're going on tour. That's going to be sick. It's going to be insane. I mean, Taylor, like, how, what does she even sing from? Does she sing from folklore? Does she sing from this album, the red album? Does she? I mean, I just we have a lot to hear from her. Yeah. And I feel like it's probably, you know, she's doing the all rec- recording to devalue her originals to screw Scooter Braun, which is just extra level amazingly petty i love it i love everything about what's happening here but yeah i think the live performance is different than the recorded music so she really could do her other stuff or is she going to tour each album that she puts out i can't imagine she's going to take that long to do each of these albums i i I don't know it's going to be fantastic though and that's what you missed on taylor talk We were out uh, on Veterans Day, which was really cool to head to McLean High School. And we, we, we were there for the Virginia Lottery teacher tour, but we also happened on a Veterans Day celebration, which was really spectacular. It was like from a movie, too, because it was that beautiful, like 70 degree day. There were a bunch of veterans and a bunch of supporters and a bunch of teachers and people like under a tree as the leaves were falling all the American flags and a fire truck. And it was just, it was really cool to see how the school was inviting the community in to celebrate veterans uh, that live in the area. And you got there before I did Kelly. It was a celebration too of like of uh, a lot of Vietnam veterans and there was uh, some world war veterans and everything. It was just, it was an incredible mix of people. It, it was really cool. And like, we were like sneaking in cause it was like outside. Um, but we let them kind of like wrap up and it was an early, uh, it was early dismissal day for the students and for the teachers. And we wanted to surprise them before they left. Yeah. The McLean high school had a lot going on the veterans day thing, early dismissal. They had the Virginia lottery teacher tour. We rolled up with the mobile experience, which is a like box truck converted into games and prizes and all this cool stuff for teachers. And then they had another event like that evening. It was a lot happening at McLean middle. Uh, it was a lot happening at McLean high school, but we want to share Mr. Thompson and his big win because he is an excellent and incredible special education teacher. Virginia lottery has swag for you. Prizes, more scratchers. 
Mr. Thompson, do you know what's going on today? Have any, anyone given you any indication as to what's happening in life? Particularly, no. Not, not at all. I mean, I know there's it's some parent wrote something and I, you, we won. I won. McLean, somebody won. I, and I guess it's me. It wasn't just some parent. It was like an army of parents and teachers. I'm stunned. Um, I, I enjoy working here, so it's nice to get appreciated for being able to do something that you like. What does your day look like? I mean, special education is such a broad, such a broad thing. It's a fun day. We do a lot of getting the kids to do functional academics and do things that are going to help them leave high school so that they're, they're independent, they can work for themselves, and they can actually hopefully hold, hopefully hold a job. That's, that's the goal. And we put together the Virginia Lottery, a huge box just for you. Oh, look at all that. Oh, look. Oh, that's fun. All of the scratchers, Bluetooth headphones, notebooks. Looks nice. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. The entire staff is getting Georgetown cupcakes. We got the Virginia Lottery Mobile out here to celebrate you and to say thanks for all you do. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. You're Thank very you. welcome. Let's get those cupcakes. Yes, let's do it. And let's get scratching. <laughs> and let's get playing the Virginia Lottery activation. Hello. Hello. Good luck. Thank you. We've got swag in here, too, from Virginia Lottery. Don't be, don't be shy. we got like, a bunch of stuff going on. Come on in, we love our teachers. Team Virginia Lottery's got some games and we'll get you all the good prizes and everything. So awesome. And I just love special education teachers and the whole staff at McLean High School was just so great. Yeah, they, they were very festive. I think, I mean, we did have a lot of stuff for them and cup, Georgetown cupcakes and, and scratchers, but also I think the half day dismissal made them extra cheery. True that. <laughs> When that Virginia Lottery mobile experience rolls up, though, it is a like party on wheels and there's so much mm -hmm. to do and so much going on. You can check out the video from it, too, on uh, our Facebook page, on my Instagram, on Kelly's Instagram, on Twitter and realfundc.com slash teachers. OK, can we take a minute to talk about um, doing a little holiday shopping? We sure can. You might have heard that, like. The supply chain is backed up. There's no nothing on the shelves in the big box stores. You know, Christmas is going to be canceled because there's everything stuck on containers. I, I hadn't I hadn't heard that. Is this because of the Suez Canal thing still? <laughs> Throw that into the mix, sure. <laughs> um, but what you can do is shop local. And this is really cool because the holiday market downtown is coming. This Friday, it's opening up. And what's awesome about this, this is a bunch of... A, mostly local retailers selling all the things that they are literally making in their little workshops. I love it's it. so cool. And what's great about it is that not only is it downtown, it's sort of a destination to go shopping. There's food there as well. But a lot of times the artist that's in the little vendor shop is there. And so you can talk to them about like their inspiration. They, sometimes they do customized uh, artwork. I, I mean, it, it just, in a, it's sort of hard to explain because there's just so much. It's almost totally. like going to a little museum because you have vendor after vendor after vendor. And it's this Friday. I can't believe it's here. Like, I, Yeah, I saw the tents going up because I live right near there. And I was like walking around and the tents are going up. It's right by the Portrait Gallery, right by Capital One Arena on the Metro. And I do so much of my Christmas shopping there. I got, I got you, um, your Christmas present from there last year. The, it was like a DC etched um, wine glasses and a decanter. Yeah, I, I love that. Uh, so this is a, a place to go to get like the gift for the person that's hard to shop for. And very DC stuff too. You got everything from like RBG swag to like DC chocolates and 
sauces and paper goods and jewelry and just like funky art sculptures. There's a guy who makes giraffes out of cans. And you're like, I don't know why I need that in my life. And then you see them and you're like, ah, I think I need a canned giraffe in my life. <laughs> only giraffes. Really- he only does giraffes. It's his deal. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's that type of stuff that is just really um, cool to support and be part of. And, um, you know, just an, an excuse to to go outside and shop and, and be, do all the things, um, from a safe social distance that the holiday market last year was one of the few events that continued in DC yep. because it was outdoors and they found a way to make it happen with the separate entrances and the exits and all, all the things. So it is a great tradition that is, that is happening again this year. It was really wild to see, like there was the line to get in because everyone had their spacing done and they really did a great job with it. And this year it's going to look more like it had traditionally, but they're still going to have musical performances and they're going to have the churros and the snacks and all the things. And we actually had a chance uh, over the last few weeks to meet some of the vendors who are going to be there. And we can't wait to share that whole whole piece with you because it's a great guide to some of the things that are going to be there. Like the young man who is 11 and has his own candle company and is going to be out there working or the watercolorist who used to be a teacher and is now a full-time artist and selling a lot of her stuff at the holiday market. So there's a lot going on there, which is great to check out at downtownholidaymarket.com. Also happening on Friday, Friday morning, super, super early. I love this. There's a lunar eclipse. And the reason why I bring it up because it starts at 4 a.m. and 90% of the moon will be in the earth's shadow, but it's lasting three and a half hours long. So like- you. So is that the one where the moon covers the sun or the sun covers the moon or the earth covers the the moon moon? will be in the earth's shadow. So we'll see the moon or we won't see the moon. No, we won't. You won't. You can watch it happen. Oh, okay. You can see that you won't be able to see the moon. Well, there's like, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Cause I'm I'm not like a a space person. So I don't understand, but I'm, I'm totally down to go check it out. So we won't see the moon for three hours different than a solar eclipse and a total eclipse of the heart. Correct. (laughs) <laughs> different yes okay um here's but the last time that this eclipse happened was um let's see the 15th century oh perfect the time machu picchu was being built and the next time you'll be able to see this is in the year 2669 oh well mark the calendars <laughs> so it's kind of a cool thing to see and i look i unlikely that i'm going to get up at four o'clock in the morning those days i've, I've kind of hung my cleats on that one but um, yeah, what a time to be alive. I mean, th- so I guess we can see photos of it later too, or video time lapses that somebody will be a good citizen and go handle that for the rest of the trial. Yeah. So you, uh, like, I'll, let's see here. Um, it will be visible across North America, much of South America, Northeast, Eastern portions of Asia. So a lot of the world's going to be able to experience it. That's awesome. And we'll get to see it here because we're in North America. So that's great. <laughs> yes. And, and the weather looks clear. That was my second question, because oftentimes <laughs> you're like, hey, this really cool space thing's happening. Oh, but it's cloudy. What? <laughs> it don't tell us that it's happening above us. Goodness gracious. But yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of photos that will happen online, too. Hmm. And in theory, in the year 2600 and blah, 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 people will be able to go back and listen to this episode about the last time this happened. <laughs> 
Imagine I don't that, know Kelly. about that, Tommy. Imagine I don't know. That. That's like 600 years. I don't think so. With the listening devices implanted in their skull, they'll be able to just think about us and <laughs> we'll pop up and we'll be long gone. But this podcast will live forever, which is why it's important that you give us five stars, like share and tell your friends and leave a nice comment, even if you feel we don't deserve it <laughs> for generations to come. We'll see you next time.